and welcome to a new June Bug Journeys podcast. Hi, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here too, honey. <laughs> I was talking to our <laughs> listeners. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, it's, uh, it's been a long time since we've been in the trailer. Uh, we've uh, ventured out for the big do uh, of the uh, century. The or, solar eclipse. Ah! Yeah, we uh, avoided all of the congested areas and uh, we really lucked out. We, yes, we started, I heard, well, of course, we all knew that the eclipse was coming unless we lived under a rock, but I don't know, a month or so ago, was maybe more, six weeks, I got serious about finding a spot for it, and we just wanted to stay away from the crowds, so. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Hopkinsville, Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Kentucky was extremely crowded. I know uh, Carbondale, Illinois was crowded. Yeah, a lot of uh, most of the big cities that we could drive to, and uh, medium cities, I guess, that were in the path, were just overbooked, packed. A friend of ours got uh, a space canceled. <laughs> he uh, reserved a space in a church parking lot in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. I think it was a paid space, and he reserved ahead of time. And then he received an email the week before that said, "We're sorry, we overbooked. You don't have a spot." But I'm sure he's glad now that he's seen the headlines of the traffic and how crazy it was that he didn't go but we went and had the greatest spot ever where was it bob uh it was in beautiful caseyville kentucky population uh you know i don't know i didn't see the sign there wasn't one there's no town sign i think maybe 12 or something oh i don't know it's a very very small place with a beautiful uh boat ramp and a parking lot and a little uh, shelter area right on the Ohio River. I found it on Google Maps. I just went on the map and found someplace we could drive to within a decent number of hours. I don't know, three or four hours. But we needed to camp. And so I picked the first campsite close enough to stay in. Everything else was booked. We were going to go to Shawnee National Forest, booked. Every state park, booked. Everything booked. And so we picked uh, Harmony State Park in southern Indiana, near New Harmony, Indiana. And there were, I don't know, every space was available when we chose. And we wanted it to be within driving distance of the total eclipse. So we wanted the totality. So I got out the Google Maps and found a parking lot. <laughs> found, uh, so. it was Yeah, we were uh, looking at the satellite images of the Ohio River, and there Becky goes, look, there's a parking lot. <laughs> And it was indeed a parking lot, and we zoomed in, and it turned out to be uh, Caseyville, Kentucky. And Which we didn't know at the time. It just said Caseyville no. Cemetery Road or something. And it's uh, not, I think it's, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 miles, maybe less from Sturgis, Kentucky, and then the Chamber of Commerce there was hosting a big solar eclipse party. Well, we didn't know that. And we didn't know that until... Uh, My sister Susan yeah. found their, because she can find anything on the internet, she found their Facebook page for the uh, Union County... Uh, like Chamber of Commerce or something. Mm -hmm. And it said there was going to be a party at the boat dock, and there were 12 likes on their Facebook page. So we're like, well, okay, there might be 12 people, or there might be 200. 1,200, you don't know. We had yeah. no idea. So as we were driving out of home to our campsite in uh, New Harmony, I was so nervous, thinking, are we making the right decision? And uh, I was, it was so afraid. The, it was the perfect Oh. decision. And the people were just fantastic. Yes, they really were. It um, was just, they were so welcoming. And of course, the kind of the word buzzed around that Bob was there. And it was really fun. It was a great time. A lot of we handshaking had, uh, and picture oh, yeah. taking. Took a lot some of... pictures, but uh, the main thing was the solar eclipse. Huh. And we jumped on the solar eclipse wagon a little late. 
uh, I wanted to uh, get some filters for my camera, and they were, there were none, Nowhere. none to be had anywhere. So uh, we we kind of went. Uh, you tried camera shops. I went rogue. <laughs> you did. You tried so. camera shops, Amazon. Oh, we had to get glasses. Uh huh. I ordered the uh, eclipse glasses. I got these. I ordered four really cool looking. They look like sunglasses, eclipse glasses. Yes, certified, etc. And then I thought, oh, I'll get some extras for the kids, for our sons. So we ordered extra cardboard ones. Well, I got the cool-looking sunglasses ones, and then a week later I got a notification from Amazon that they were bogus. So I had to throw them away, and they credited my account. But luckily I had my other pack because you couldn't buy them. Oh, we had those with a little uh, folding paper. Yeah. Glass that looked like the old uh, movie theater uh, 3D glasses, yeah. but uh, I hope nobody tried to use 3D glasses. <laughs> uh, maybe. But uh, yeah, they were great, and you could see everything. But the best part was the actual total eclipse. I've never and seen it. Being able to take the glasses off and stare, stare. at the sun and oh. the how the skies turned dark and the stars came out and cicadas, it was, crickets. Yeah, it was fantastic. Had you ever seen one before? Never a total. Yeah, I've only seen the partial. And well, in the past, oh. when we were kids, uh, we had a total eclipse uh, uh, somewhere. Uh, it was in Los Angeles, and I remember having to put a pinhole in a box, yeah. my head inside the box, <laughs> and uh, I think every kid on the block had these things, so there's a bunch of really weird-looking cardboard-headed kids uh, trying to see this pinhole eclipse in the box, but never, they didn't have the glasses and stuff. I don't think then. they had those glasses. Probably only astronauts or something no, had those yeah, special knows, glasses back in the day, Grandpa. So I, I never saw with my naked eye a, a yeah. oh. complete uh, solar eclipse. It was just today, and the, I don't know when you'll be hearing this, but oh my gosh, I still have chills. Just, It was surreal to... The eclipse took a while, about an hour, from when it's, the moon first took a bite it out of the sun. It took almost an hour and a half. About an hour and a half. So yeah. we wore the glasses, and I'm sure many of you did the same, but we wore the glasses and looked up. My neck would get sore, so we would you know, take the glasses off and just look around. But the, it just gradually got darker and darker, and it was like a super overcast day, but the sun was still out. Right. There were shadows. It was so crazy. It was great. And then it really was. Blink. Dark. It was dark. We had a 360 degree sunset, which I did take a great photo of. So hopefully that'll be up on the website. But beautiful pinks and blues in the sunset with a little bit of clouds. I think we timed it. We got a uh, total eclipse for about two and a half minutes. And I think the longest in the United States was like two minutes, 40 seconds, maybe. That was Hopskin. Hopkinsville, where they had hundreds of thousands of but, people. But, uh, yeah, we uh, we still had a, a great experience oh. and very, very little traffic. We were no. very fortunate. <laughs> we had no traffic. No. Uh, the, uh, the guy who's camping next to us is from the state of Maryland. He drove to Illinois, I think into Carbondale. Over to Carbondale, somewhere near, near Carbondale. And uh, he, it took him two hours to get there, but it took him five hours to get home. Sitting in that traffic. We drove an hour and 15 minutes there and an hour and 15 minutes home. It was perfect. So it was perfect. And the beautiful spot that we found was as beautiful as we hoped. You know, we didn't know. This This is just a parking lot along the Ohio River. And it was gorgeous. It, across the river was the um, 
Shawnee National Forest, so there were cliffs, and I got to see a bald eagle. Don't oh, that's right, that. you did. I saw a bald eagle flying. Of course, I thought it was just a turkey buzzard, and Frank, our brother-in-law, was with us, and he's like, Becky, it's a turkey. I mean, it, it's, it's an, an eagle. eagle. So I snagged the binoculars and saw that white tail, and oh, it was beautiful. So that was a that was really special because I rarely get to see the. Uh, Eagles. Everybody else sees them, and we I always see them. And Becky misses them, but uh, uh, it was a, a quite an experience. A beautiful setting. Uh, wonderful, wonderful people, and uh, what an experience! One I will never forget. Well, there's nothing to to compare what we've seen in the past with a partial eclipse, and even in Indianapolis at home, the family saw the partial eclipse, and it was in the ninety percent. Of the moon or of yeah, the sun but was you covered. Can't, you can't take the glasses off and stare at no, it. No, and there was no magic moment where it went black. Mm-hmm. A, a black sun. I'm so glad that we made the extra drive because it was fantastic. So in seven years, 2024, it will happen again. And if we live that long... We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, my sister Susan's with us and we were laughing that uh, in 2024, if we're still alive, that we'll all be fighting over our... Late mother's scooter. It'll be uh, directly. It'll be directly <laughs> over our house. It will. So be. Uh, we won't have to go anywhere. It'll I think we're going to put the word out: no guest rooms, because it's going to be crazy. Everyone we know is going to want to come and stay. Really? Yeah, we'll just have to stack them up. Or it seems like you know, after experiencing, it's uh, uh, hard to believe that you would travel. Some people travel halfway around the globe to see this. I would. I, for, I can see why they would. For two minutes of darkness. But it's two minutes that you can't even. Describe this, no, this podcast it's hard to describe. is dumb. Trying to describe how true that's very how beautiful, true. and it was just like a little magic moment. We kept imagining what the cavemen thought. You know, was the world coming to the end? Well, then this is also you know? I, I don't know how uh, how some <laughs> preachers use these eclipses as uh, the world's coming to an end. Follow me. <laughs> well, and uh, I, I could have done that today. I think I think you wrote a song like that, didn't you, Bob? Uh, oh yeah, the. Uh, what was that the, called? The cult song, uh, Stairway to Heaven's Gate. That's oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Look it up, people. It's a funny yeah, song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it truly was an event that uh, everyone should experience, especially in that, that path. And oh. I guess the next one in 2024 will come uh, from the Texas. southern mm-hmm. United States and cut across up through, I think, Michigan and Ohio. And I think, it, well, I know it goes over Indianapolis, and I think it ends up over in Vermont and Maine. Mm-hmm. It's that arc. Okay. Curving up. So, yes, we definitely get to see it. And next time, if we live that long, um, it's four minutes and some seconds of total eclipse. Four minutes? Over four minutes. Wow. Yes. It's going to be Well, I travel magic. halfway around the world for four minutes, not two. Well, it's going to be in your backyard. <laughs> We're just going to save our glasses. Uh-huh. Susan made me save the glasses, although I said that's how hoarding starts. Well, the way, uh, you know, uh, technology works anymore, they'll probably have something spectacular that you probably no. won't even need glasses. Here's what they're going to Here. do. They're going to say all Americans are forbidden to go outside. They made such a big deal about... The sun is going to turn into a laser beam oh, and yeah. blind you all. You're all going to die. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's I'm sure you funny. all saw the same news we did. Crazy people who yeah, don't want to go outside. Well, there's a lot of people who actually didn't know the eclipse was taking place. You know, there How? are people who don't follow the news. They don't have the Internet. And they're, What? They're out there. They don't know there was an eclipse. They don't today. care. So they just happen to be out in their yard and go, oh, my gosh. Yeah, they probably thought the world was ending. Oh, stop. No. I'm just saying, you know, it happens. So what's new, Bob? Well, uh, new is that uh, we're actually 
back on the road. We uh, usually don't travel in the summertime. If we do, it's a little weekend jaunt here or there because we like being home. And the other reason, we like to travel when other people aren't traveling. Well, that's true. And yeah. now that uh, schools are back in session, yes. the uh, campgrounds have opened wide, and it's uh, it's pretty nice and, and very easy to get a uh, campsite. Unless, of course, there's a solar eclipse. Yes. So, so yeah, that's new. And we brought our uh, my sister and her husband, Susan and Frank, although we're not letting Frank get on the podcast for some reason. He's time. asleep right now. Oh, that's we're, true. <laughs> we're uh, hunkered down in the June bug, just kind of by ourselves, yeah. and we figured we'd start this up. And but there, we're in the June bug, and they're in the Steely Van. And what's new with the Steely Van, Bob? Well, it's new. Yay! It's a 2018 Airstream Interstate, uh, and that's a Grand Tour. This one has uh, two seats as opposed to four, which Captain's, is the, the four. two. Yeah, your front, your driver's seat and passenger seat, and now they've. <laughs> They've added uh, more storage. Oh, it's great. Um, just a, a better design throughout. I think it's better for us, for two people. Yeah. it's We'll still be able to use it for tailgating because there's lots of seats in the back. There's a bench seat and two other seats. Yeah. but So you, you can still tailgate. But for long trips like we hope to take in it, it's perfect for us. So much more storage. I think there's more storage than the June bug. Uh, it seems like it. No, I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> it's a... No, well, this thing has twice as much floor space. So you can put stuff uh, all true. over the place. Okay, you're but right. But it's a, a, an upgrade for us. It's the uh, vehicle we use if we want to take a winter trip. Yes. Instead of dragging a uh, trailer. Winterized. Through uh, the snowy states, it's much easier driving the interstate. So. And we can tow our Jeep behind it. Yes. So be on the lookout for the steely van going down the highway. Yeah, you say, who are those nuts? Camping in well, the snow. Well, somebody that on Twitter us. saw us. Remember uh, this weekend, I got a, a tweet from somebody who saw us. I, I could look it up and give him credit. I forgot his name already. Who saw us coming down Route 61 here um, with our silver truck and silver June bug, and just behind us the silver steely van. Mm-hmm. And he and I was, you know, saying, "Did you did you wave to us?" And he said he's a over the road trucker, so he couldn't really take a picture i was hoping he could well you know usually you know people aren't at the ready to take pictures of our stuff (laughs) why not well we may not pass them you know (laughs) (laughs) i'd like to have a picture of us going down the highway so if you see us Mm -hmm. take a picture and then send it to me on twitter or the facebook page where would they find our blog bob oh that's an easy one junebugjourneys.com yes well, we had uh, some uh, adventures in eating this yes. uh, this weekend. We should uh, do a whole separate podcast just on food, cooking campfire no, it, food. Because it wouldn't, it would lead into so many different things. It would be boring. Well, no, it's just you'd start talking about food, and the next thing you know, you're going to talk about some guy wanting to take a picture of you on a highway. Hey, now. But yeah, okay. no, it's uh, we had uh, some great food. Uh, when we bring Frank, he, uh, you know. Uh, he loves to cook. He does indeed. I think we've discussed that And he's that a great probably. cook. Oh, he's yeah. He's fantastic a fantastic cook. Mm-hmm. So we planned out, Frank and I met ahead of time and planned out our meals for the most part. We were going to be here four nights, and so we had three meals planned, right? Three big meals. Yes. And the first night we had our... Foil old, dinners. Old standby foil dinners. And if you camp, you probably know about foil dinners. They were perfect, and we now have it down to a science, don't we? Yes. How, did, how was it better this time, Bob? Uh, they were done. 
<laughs> correctly. And they weren't burned. <laughs> no, but the coals, what was different? Well, before we used to do, um, we'd put the, we were too anxious to have our food, let's put it that way. Yeah. And we'd throw the food into the coals before they were at the right temperature. We didn't just throw food into the coals, Bob. Well, I mean, the foil <laughs> dinner. Uh, What's a foil dinner, Bob? Well, it's uh, meat, potatoes, onions, garlic, uh, all wrapped in foil. Mushrooms, carrots. Mushrooms, carrots. <laughs> I have to uh, make the, a separate one for Bob. <laughs> when I'm assembling no. the foil dinners, oh, no. I always have to make one separate. You know, I have, I have a co- I live by a code. I don't eat orange food. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, but I wouldn't mind putting the carrots in yours, and then I'll switch out. You can give me your carrots. I'll give you more mushrooms. Yeah, I like it better without the carrot steaming in there. So I guess. Uh, so yeah, you throw uh, wrap in the foil, put them in the coals, and the uh, at the right temperature coals, twenty minutes aside. And what's the right temperature coals? Because we've always done it too soon. Right? Well, we've done it when there's still flame. You have to have just a bed of coals. You have to, to make me, sure there's no flame. When Bob and Frank were actually watching the foil dinners cook, I thought the coals didn't look hot enough. They weren't glowing like super bright. You know how to test that? Put your face down there. <laughs> I thought you were at least going to say hand. Thanks a lot. Now put your face down in there. You'll know it's ready. No, so he sets a timer, flips them over, and then you just dump them out on a plate, and oh my gosh. Oh my, just delicious. Those little whole garlic cloves, oh, they're just delicious. It's all just fantastic it steams and it's beautiful so highly recommended agreed and we also had uh, some great steaks and we also yes. had uh, biscuits and gravy biscuits made by my wife in oh, yeah. what is called a dutch oven you've never even heard of that have you i hadn't until i met you <laughs> well, i had no idea what it was oh so i tweeted a picture of the biscuits which were beautiful and delicious and many 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 comments on twitter about the dutch oven evidently in- that's a term that I don't know for sure what that means. There's uh, there's a Dutch oven where you... Uh, Is this have... like your Cleveland steamer? No. <laughs> a Dutch oven, I believe, in the, uh, I guess it would be... Parlance. Yes, it's when you uh, your wife, you ask her to put her head under the covers and you break wind. <laughs> oh wait! I did a thing. Wait, Bob! I did. What? I did a. I did a thing with Ricky Rydell. With Ricky Rydell, yes, you did. And I said it. The line. I uh-huh. forgot until this very minute. Yes. You, I said the line. I want to do a Dutch oven. Mm-hmm. It was well, for what was that? Uh, uh, bit? Oh, flatulante. Yeah, flatulante. Welcome. Thank you, Tom. (laughs) So Tom Griswold wrote one of the most ridiculous things, but it was a big hit. Oh, yeah. But uh, that is, uh, in our parlance, the the comedy (laughs) parlance would be, uh, yes, uh, breaking wind under the covers. But a real Dutch oven. And sharing oven. it with your wife. Yes. Uh-huh. So. A real Dutch oven is cast iron. It has little feet, like, I don't know, three or four little legs. So it sits up high. And we had great success this time. Oh, In the past, great. we did it, and they would burn on the bottom or be raw and gooey in the middle. This was the most magnificent batch of biscuits. And I made them from scratch, butter, buttermilk biscuits. Made those in the June bug. Took them outside. Frank had it all set up on his lodge uh, cast iron cooking table. 
Mm -hmm. We also have one, but we never use it. We don't need it because Frank brings his. Well, yeah. So it's on four legs. It's steel, and it's a, a flat table. And he put here's the key to the key to life on biscuits. It was seven or eight charcoal. You use charcoal briquettes. Seven or eight charcoal briquettes laid out. You set the Dutch oven on top of those, and you put eighteen, I believe it is, briquettes on the lid, and let it sit there and preheat. So it gets good and hot. Make sure it's greased on the inside, good and hot. Put the biscuits in, and it's approximately, what do we decide, um, 20 minutes? I don't know. I wasn't in charge. You weren't chiming I just ate Darn them. it. I was going to give the definitive method. I, well, I'm sorry. I'm going to guess 20 minutes, but I could correct it. That might be too long. I'm not sure. Maybe it was 12. I don't remember. <laughs> it's a big All difference All I know is I ate baking. them. They were delicious. Frank made homemade so, sausage gravy. Oh, yeah. Are we making you all hungry we're now? We're eating like kings when we're uh, yeah. on the road. So. But the best meal was Frank's fish fry. Oh, that's right. Who he, uh, does a fish fry when they're camping? Uh, we he, do. He uh, used the Dutch oven again, and he yes. put filled it with oil and uh, over a camp stove, oh. uh, brought the uh, the oil up to... Temperature. Probably 350. And we uh, had um, bluegill. He caught the bluegill like last week, filleted it, breaded it with. Breaded it with Rice Krispies. Yeah. Now, see, this is, is why we need to do a whole cooking podcast. It's a, it's a treat. Snap, crackle, pop, Rice Krispies. So you pulverize them. I mean, you make them really fine, and you don't use any flour or anything else. So you just dip them in the egg wash, dip them in the Rice Krispies powder basically it's not even crumbs it's powder no. and it it's a nice way to uh oh. feed your gluten-free friends yes it is mm -hmm. yes it is and frank's fillets not not one person we had six people for supper and not one person got a bone that's we had seven. a lot oh we had seven yes that's right seven not one bone and we also served cooler corn which was fantastic yes what's cooler corn bob well again you boil water Put it, <laughs> you can do that. I, hey, you know, Bob. this is the one thing I am a heck of a cook when it comes to boiling water. And you uh, you steam, you uh, you put the hot water in a ice cooler. We used a Yeti. Keeps it really hot. Put them in there. You drop the corn in there for 30 minutes and close the voila. Lid. Yep. Yeah, seal the lid, lid and you're ready to uh, eat in a half an hour. Yeah. Oh, it's and, it was and delicious. And then the corn, you drain the water off and the corn just stays... Good and hot. Good and hot. And mm -hmm. man, oh, that was the best corn. So. We just had our big uh, corn put up last week where my sister and her husband, Susan and Frank, and my brother and his wife, Yale and Carol, come over in our carport and we set up a whole system of corn shucking, corn parboiling, corn uh, cutting. Corn carving. Corn car... Boy, this is hard to say. Corn carving. We use an electric knife for that and, a, and an old uh, angel food pan. Cut the corn off the cobs, and then Yale and Carol are in charge of the vacuum bags, and we just put up about 14 dozen ears yep. of corn for the freezer. Delicious, because we live in Indiana, so you have to do that. You get good, good sweet corn here. Yeah, good sweet corn. So what else, Bob? Oh, let's see. Um, We've had our food chat now. Yes, I, I guess we don't need to do the food podcast. Let's get <laughs> yeah. back to the Dutch oven. No, stop it. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, so it, it is kind of funny that it's called the Dutch oven. but We did see a, a neat little rumor about Airstream coming out with a new interstate of some sort. 
We don't know the details. Don't know if it's an interstate, but it looks to be longer and wider and... Um, Maybe taller. I don't know if it's taller. Could be. It and looks cool, and it looks like it has a slide out. Don't know. It's just a, a photograph that we saw, and, it's, and it could be all a big joke. I have no idea. It didn't look like a joke. The no. picture I saw was in front of the blue Airstream building, building. so I'm sure it's some kind of top secret, and we're revealing... Well, we ought not, but no, I'm not saying no, where I saw we're not going to be invited back. No, I'm not saying where I saw the picture. Oh, I see. No one's, no, I don't, okay. maybe I saw a picture, maybe I didn't, Bob. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You can't, they don't have Airstream police that go around. No, but uh, when you go over to the Airstream dealer a lot. Oh, uh, they're not listening to us. In Jackson Center, Ohio, the mothership. <laughs> yeah, when but... you when you go there and it's like, now they start giving you the old side eye. Hey, there's the people that blew the secret. <laughs> no, and they're not hearing this. You know they're not listening to this nonsense. How do you know? Well, why would this is they? an Airstream podcast. I know, but they don't care about us. Right. If they did, they'd give us a discount on that new vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> they'd actually give us one to test it. That's right. Uh, hint, hint. Yeah. But No, I have no idea. It could be... Uh... But I thought it would be a neat vehicle to have. But Bob said if we were going to do that, we would have to trade in the June bug and, and the, the steely, steely van. van. No so way. So there you go. I'm not giving up the June bug. All right. I don't want to. I love it. Well. Your so, choice. Your no. call. I'll stop. All right. Okay. So let me see. What's our next adventure? We don't uh, have one. Uh, we don't have one yet on the... No, we have uh, other things going on at home that uh, yeah. are, are keeping us there. And we're um, uh, We have grandsons. They're keeping oh, us busy. Oh, boy. We have two beautiful grandbabies. Yes. Yeah, so they keep us really busy. And uh, gosh, you know, one place I do want to go see, though. What's Smokies. that? I want to go to the Smokies in the fall. You want to go to the Smokies in the fall? I hadn't mentioned this before. No, this is all brand new to me. Was, well, so, we talked. Welcome to my world, people. <laughs> this, <laughs> no. Hey, we're going of, to the Smokies in the fall. Oh, we are? When did we decide well, that? One of our friends lives out in the Knoxville, Tennessee area. Yes. Billy and Brandy. Yeah. And uh, I just was thinking it would be a beautiful place to go and see the leaves, turning of the leaves. Do and they know close. this? Well, we can't take any long trips right now. We have a friend that. I mean, do they know this? Yes. He and I have been chit chatting on oh. the online. Oh, okay, good. On the interwebs. All right. But we have a friend who uh, we just can't really leave town right now. We need mm-hmm. to be available. And so we can go for a week. Maybe. Where we could still turn around and go back home. I see. Right? I guess. This is, all, again, all new to me. This well, is uh, how it all some, works. Leave a message in the comments that says, Bob, Becky wants to go to the Smokies. Uh-huh. Do it. Uh-huh. Oh. Leave a message in the comments. Becky, maybe you should tell Bob what we're doing. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just making conversation, Bob. <laughs> we have people listening in. Uh-huh. Well, this, is, uh, this has been fun <laughs> so and informative. <laughs> all right. We can't cut it short. It seems kind of short. Uh, I don't know. What else do you want to talk about? Uh, no, now I don't. Oh, oh, I know. What? We could stick the. Uh, what do you think about this idea? We could, we could <laughs> take the phone outside so they can hear the cicadas. A lot of people don't have cicadas. Is that possible? Yeah, it's kind of boring. I mean, if you want to hear a cicada, you I can was... go on the internet and type cicada, <laughs> no. and uh, you'll get all but we're kinds in a of great stuff. Ground. We're here. It would be neat. Oh, I well. think they're piped in here. <laughs> no, they it's that kind of state park. Uh, this is a beautiful state park. It really is. So Harmony, H-A-R-M-O-N-I-E, I-E. State Park, near New Harmony, H-A-R-M-O-N-Y, 
Indiana. It's a beautiful state park. It's one of the few I've seen that's just beautifully landscaped at the gates. All the It's much larger than I thought. It's huge. It's three or four miles from the main gate back to the campground. It's along the beautiful Wabash. Then I long for my Indiana home. Maybe you should do the 500 from now on. Huh? Yeah. So anyhow, nice? uh, in New Harmony, where we're camping, we had a, I don't know what the forecast was, 0% chance of rain? Correct. And it's we rain. went to bed the first night and we woke up. To hail. To, it was hailing and storming and it woke us up because when you sleep in an airstream, it's really loud when it rains. Yeah, there's something about aluminum and hail. <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, it's really hard to sleep through. So we dashed out of bed because we heard the hail, and we looked across at the brand new, I remind you, brand new Steely Van. And what did we see? I said, Bob, Uh. Steely Van, awning, broken. (laughs) But it's not. It wasn't broken, but it was full of water. We didn't expect it. No one did. Let that be a lesson. Take your awnings in at night. Yeah, let that be a lesson. Don't believe your weatherman. I know. Honest to God, 0% chance of rain for the first two (laughs) nights you were here, and it rained both nights. It probably rained a quarter of an inch or half inch. Yeah, The poor campers across the little street here had a sort of circle your wagons kind of compound with a bunch of little children and it flooded and it was probably much to the kids joy i'll tell you the kids loved it kids loved it but the drain was plugged or something and we saw a guy out there with a shovel in probably a foot of water yeah trying to find the drain and he found it and it uh they couldn't get out their doors it was hilarious from our side because we didn't flood but yeah, it two things cute. that don't mix, mud and trailers. But <laughs> mud and babies and kids. Yeah. Happy days. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Well, it, a beautiful state park, though. It really is. A yeah, lot, I highly a recommend A lot it. of great uh, spaces for those who want to uh, camp or pitch a tent. I and mean, it has electric, but no water or sewer. And we have, right. that's fine well, with we us. Well, there's faucets air all through the place to get yeah, fresh water. Yeah, water spigots everywhere. But really, uh, I don't know about the our listeners and, and uh, what their camping experience is if they need full hookups. But you can do without. We thought we needed full hookups for the longest time, probably a year. We didn't know. Yeah, oh, we didn't know. But now we do know, and we're pretty self-sufficient. Yeah, we can, uh, we can go... Uh, I don't know, about four or five days without... Uh... Yeah, our black tank after four days now is probably 35. Yeah. So we could still go another several days. We could, but we're not going to. <laughs> and I have nothing to do with that. I don't know why I even checked it. I have no reason to even check the meter. Uh-huh. That is Bob's job yeah. all the way. That's right. For sure. Well... That's uh, you know that if you want to camp, that's what happens. So uh oh, something popped up on your phone. Nothing uh, popped up. It's it just says, uh, something. Bob, stop blabbing. Somebody is following. Me. Hey, guess what? What? Elvis Presley followed me on Twitter the other day. <laughs> 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 this was a real a real Wait, tweet. How did I, that happen? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but uh, E the King is uh. following me. Yeah, share this with your friends. Seriously, we really want to know that you're out there, and I like to see comments. Tell people about it. I've heard that you're supposed to go on iTunes. I think I've mentioned this before. Leave a review or leave a comment or something. Oh, you are? I just listen. Rating. I don't ever review anything. I I never do either, and I should because I have some podcasts I listen to regularly, but they say that if they leave a star review, that it helps us get more notice. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know that that I don't know that it matters. I don't know what it means. I you know I really don't care about the reviews to be honest with you. We're just so, doing it. To no, I'm just blab. having fun. Just, just talking. Fun. Yeah. 
just hanging out in the old June bug. I do miss having my headphones and fancy microphones. We're just talking into a phone if you think it sounds different. It does. It, it does. Uh, and it's it's kind of weird. I'm used to having a microphone in front of me, and it's... Yeah, uh, and uh, headphones. Yeah. Well, I like to know right. if I'm making too much mouth noise, like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I know. All right. I know. You know well, this that's... was fun. Yeah, it was. You and uh, you know what? All the podcasts don't have to be an hour long. I mean, okay. you can just... Leave them wanting more, Bob. Not necessarily. Just, uh, you know, when you have an idea, you get it, you put it down, but you don't have to just keep going because you have to fill an hour. Okay. Yeah. You know, people would have tuned out by now anyhow. I think they're gone anyhow. So what's the point? <laughs> I love right. you, honey. I love you too, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, be sure to stop by and take a look at uh, some of the photos we've taken. On JuneBugJourneys.com. Bye. I'm looking for stupid people with some money who would like to follow me. I'll be the shepherd of the flock and you will be my sheep. We'll build a compound near LA and stockpile weapons while we pray. I'm looking for moronic losers with some money who would like to follow me. I'm looking for Cretans who have some cash so I can spend their dough. I'll take the man on a pilgrimage down to Mexico. In Baja, I will make some calls and have a vet cut off their balls. I'm looking for moronic losers with some money who would like to follow me. In my cult, you see, the women worship me. I have sex with them till dawn, cause the other guys, their balls are gone. I'm looking for moronic losers with some money who would like to follow me. For a dumbass who has no friends Who feels that he is lost I'll promise him eternal life Ten grand is all it costs Drink this Kool-Aid, have no fear I called the bank, your check has cleared I'm looking for moronic losers With some money who would like to follow me In my cult you see The women worship me I promised them all peace at last In exchange for a piece of ass I'm looking for moronic losers With some money who would like to follow me